Hello. Welcome to WVBR Specialty Sports Show, Big Red Banter. I'm your official WVBR Sports Director. Um, I became in power. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, I got into power last Sunday, so right after our last episode of Banter. Um, so now it's just me doing all the sports. Um we do have a special guest, but we will get to that after I introduce all of our normal people. Um, we have outgoing news director, Grace Fairchild. Grace, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be in the studio today. We just did a really, um, what I thought was a good news show, um, and I'm excited for sports. Wonderful. So exciting. We have the return of Sean Cabrera, WBBR sports contributor. Sean, how are you doing? We've missed you so and I missed you all equally as much, if not more, in fact. And you know what? It's good to be back. Again, I missed you guys very much. And this looks like a very, very, very nice Saturday. Yeah, it's a nice day. Good weather. Um, we also have sports contributor David Citron. David, how you doing? I'm pretty pumped. Big show today. Okay. <laughs> That's the most amount of excitement I've seen out of David in so long. Yeah, I'm pretty more mellow. Yeah. Uh, it's good to hear. All right. We have outgoing CMG president Clara Enders. How you doing? I'm doing pretty great. The Yankees are doing better and we'll get to that. But pretty good day all in all. Wonderful. I love to hear it. I have WVBR news and sports contributor Jackie. Jackie Torres. How you doing? You know, I'm also with the glorified janitor here. Right, I forgot. Outgoing AGM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? So I'm so happy to be here. I've been here in a while. I know. So it's been so long. Yeah, thank you for having me today. Of course. I'm always happy to have max amount of people in this room. But we have an incredibly special guest, Vice President of Student and Campus Life, Ryan T. Lombardi. How are you? I'm great, Faith. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, we're going to talk about Formula One because <laughs> it's my favorite sport, and they're in America, and I'm really, really bitter that I'm not there. It's the first ever Miami Grand Prix. Um, qualifying is happening right now, actually. I would prop it up on my um, computer, but I'm a professional, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my job and look at its after the, um after we air um but yeah the race will be tomorrow um the race will be tomorrow at three i will be watching actually i'm gonna be at work no i will not be watching dang okay just a bunch of l's for me this weekend <laughs> um but yeah if you love formula one like i do you should call the listener line 607-273-2121 and tell me how much you love formula one um is it really your favorite sport formula one yeah legit yeah it is how did how did it become um, come on tell the story here I, I, if i'm allowed to just like interject yes, into your Ryan, report you're doing such a good <laughs> <Okay>. job um <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to kick me out of the studio no just yet. never okay. yeah no this it's okay it's good. Free form. Yeah. say anything right. um good. so this is a little bit embarrassing but august 2020 um i was living in a condo like i just moved out of my childhood home mm -hmm. and um we were living in a condo so it was like real closed spaces and it was quarantine so mm -hmm. we were just looking for anything and everything to watch um and my dad turned on formula one which he has done in the past but it's been like years since like michael schumacher raced in like 2011 or something um and they were doing the theme song like the theme intro to formula one and with the theme they show pictures of the drivers and um the formula one drivers are really attractive so <laughs> me and my right. mom were like oh my gosh this guy's cute this guy's cute this guy's cute like let's just sit down and watch formula one because we kind of have no idea what's going on um so then we sat down That's and we scary. watched it and it was actually really really like really interesting so then i just got into it um the 2021 season was right. my first like full season um but yeah i've been a fan ever all since right, and it's right. surpassed football which i've been a fan of since oh, i was okay. like i don't know 10 8 like 6 and is it not often oh sorry is it not yeah. often in the us or what oh um this is the first year that we're going to have three races in the us oh, usually wow. it's actually just joking this season we're only having two races um usually it's only the united states grand prix um, but next season is going to be the first ever Las Vegas Grand Prix. And um, that will be during Thanksgiving. So hopefully I'll be able to go since I can't obviously go to any of the Miami Grand Prix. Well, you um, know what you can do when you're in Las Vegas. 
Yes. yes. <gasps> oh my gosh, I could go to the, the third big red banter contributor. To go to the Jose yes. Canseco Showtime Car Wash. You actually have to. Okay. Like you don't get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I no, it. it's honestly it's on the bucket list. Don't I? Ryan looks very confused. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> but Curious. This, this is a me. joke that we will get to later in the show. I promise. Um, but I'm gonna stop talking about Formula One and get to more American sports, and we'll talk about Cornell sports. Um, it's been an, an exciting Ivy weekend, but it's kind of ending in a little bit of disappointment for our men's and women's lacrosse teams. Um, yesterday, um, well, the Ivy League tournament started. It was hosted by Brown. Um, we were number two playing number three Yale, and we unfortunately lost 11-14. Um, Michael Long scored five goals, which is impressive. But it still wasn't enough to stop. What's Yale's mascot? The Bulldogs? The Bulldogs. Yeah, the Bulldogs, thanks, guys, yeah. everybody. <laughs> it was just a chorus of Bulldogs. But, um, yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't stop the Bulldogs. Um, I think we felt, okay, not I think, I know. We fell apart after spring break. And my theory, which I'd like to believe is true, is because they all shaved their heads. Um, that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not how it works. You're supposed to grow out your hair for the entire season, maybe get a playoff mullet, but don't shave your head in the middle of the season, okay? We had one loss before spring break, right? We come back from spring break, three losses and only one win. Was yes. that their, like, spring break bonding activity? I don't know. And the- Every <laughs> the, the mic broke but it's okay it happens literally every single week um don't worry grace and sean are gonna put it back together for me but um i think maybe it's because they didn't have a break over spring break because they had to go play maybe they just got burnt out i maybe that's what happened no we had this comment yeah no no they they don't care about charity <laughs> faith that's rough <laughs> i'm just joking please no one like attack me or anything i honestly uh, i think we should have attack. a weekly segment of just breaking the microphone it happens every week and then someone just keeps talking while it gets fixed like, yeah we, we, we like do our you best never know when it's gonna hit yeah. no i i, I feel because i'm trying to rotate it to make sure that like Grace and Sean can like speak I, I into the mic. Touch it again. Yeah. Anyway, I'll just stop I, touching it. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, we lost. <laughs> According to the Ivy League website, we're supposed to play tomorrow against Brown, but that just does not seem correct. I think someone, I actually think someone just made a mistake because they don't have the actual final on there. They just have the losers of the matches. So I don't know what happened. Sean? No, you're right because it, it literally says right here Yale colon. Bulldogs advanced to Ivy League championship with win over Cornell 14-11. So Cornell should not be playing tomorrow, nor should Brown, to my knowledge. Okay. Again, it should be between Yale and Penn. Is yeah. That's, that's what yeah, I but, thought, but it's not there. But it's the, not there. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I so, think the Ivy League website is just wrong. Yeah, the scoreboard might have malfunctioned. There. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Oh, but yes. Uh, number one Brown played number four Penn. Actually, I didn't mention this, but... Um, there was a three-way tie for the Ivy League champions for men. So it was Cornell, Yale, and Brown. Um, we did lose to Brown. I don't know if we lost to Yale in the regular season, but I know we lost to Brown because my neighbor did it. Shout out Griffin Kring. Um, <laughs> the Brown did lose yesterday to Penn, uh, 14 to 9. So I guess not shout out to Griffin King. I don't know. I'll see you in Florida. <laughs> but we did, you mentioned, we, we did share the, I, the regular season Ivy title for the yes. first time since 2015. Oh, right? so, yeah, wow. So see, had this been is about why, seven years. Yeah, so this is why I wanted Ryan on to give us this, the behind the scenes look because I, I did not know that. That wasn't super behind the scenes. <laughs> I was going to say, there. No, that's I think super that was in front of the scenes. I'm just pretty well covered. I'm just low on my knowledge. <laughs> I guess I have a question. In your role, how much involvement do you have with athletics? Are you more of a spectator, or do you take any administrative role? I, I do have a formal role because Ooh. the athletic director ultimately reports to me. So, um, but you know, big organization, and so I don't get involved in the day to day by any means for mm. athletics or for the teams. But so I think you just call me a fan, right? Always trying to help or hope that they do well and help give them what they need—the tools to be successful. Yeah. Yeah, are we looking for a new athletic director? Or no? We will be soon. Yeah, okay. we will be okay. soon. We'll be starting okay. that process just before the next school year. What do you look for an athletic director? 
Well, it's a big job. <laughs> what, what did you say? Trying to look for a Oh, it's no. fa- faith, faith is a. Uh, faith would like let to throw me see her you, hat into the ring. Do you have your resume over there ready? I'm looking across the, the desk. Um, it's here. on my computer. I will email it to you later. <laughs> it's a big job, and it'll be a. Um, It'll be a tough search for sure. Uh, someone, whoever comes in, will be following a long legacy of uh, Andy Noel, who's been the AD for now 23 years. Wow! Very successful. So he actually has been at Cornell for over 40. Oh wow! Um, as a coach, was a wrestling coach oh, uh, many decades ago. Okay. And went into athletic administration, became the AD. So do you look more so for people that have been like within Cornell, or do you consider people from outside as well? This will be a national search, so um, we'll look all the way across the country and beyond. Oh. And so. Um, I think, though, as we think about it, I mean, I'm just starting to get feedback right now, actually. I'm meeting, I met with some coaches last week. I'm meeting with some coaches this week, meet with alumni, start to get input on this and, you know, kind of what's going to be important in this hire. Um, and I think people will have to appreciate Ivy League athletics and, you know, a place like Cornell and, and being here, obviously. I mean, that's kind of the case for any job, anyone who's going to come and live here and work here. But um, so hopefully uh, we'll find someone great, yeah, that can fill in these big shoes. So. Wow, not such. I'm definitely up for the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Internal it. Internal hire. Ambitious. Yeah. Ambitious. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, I will. I will tell you. Uh, just watching Andy and the team and how or, you know the athletics group and how much they move. It it will be very busy. You would have to. Uh, I can drop yeah. out. It's fine. I, I would not encourage that. <laughs> you should finish your studies. And maybe um, speaking for your parents here too, Faith. <laughs> yeah, my mom's listening. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, I I won't drop out of school. I promise. Um, so women's lacrosse, we we also lost, and we did also play Yale. Funnily enough, um, it was a bigger loss, I think. Let me yeah. see. Where is it? it was 16 to six. Si- yeah, sixteen to t- six. Yikes. Um, rainy game, right? Yeah, rainy, yeah, it was rainy. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, Genevieve De Winter was named the Ivy League mid- midfielder of the year and also first team All Ivy. So, yay! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, your season ended this way, but yay for you! <laughs> <laughs> um, number one, Princeton played. Ooh, number four, Harvard, and Princeton won 13-6. So Princeton will be playing Yale in the Ivy League Championship Final tomorrow at noon. Um, this one's at Princeton, so Prince, it's a home game for Princeton, which should be interesting. Um, but that's all on lacrosse stuff. I actually want to talk about Cornell baseball because me, Clara... Grace and David, who is not here. Uh, not David. Just joking. Skyler. Skyler's Skyler. Skyler not Skyler here. The David's cage. right there. <laughs> he was too badly. I thought I met class. David. Yeah. <laughs> Just joking. David's right here. Um, yeah, Skyler's back in his cage. We waterboarded him earlier, so he should be fine. <laughs> Just for the record, I don't think that really happened. <laughs> it's just a fun little inside joke. If you know what we're talking about, then you are a avid listener, and we love you for it. Um, but we went to last Sunday's game against Columbia. It was a really harsh loss. Um, when we arrived, it was 8-2 in what what inning were we in? You guys got there like the third because I got yeah. there the fourth. Was, yeah, they were it really was up eight nothing, I believe, at the second inning. I remember I was covering mm-hmm. softball at the same time. Oh, that's really bad. Yeah. Hold on, speaking to the mic. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So I was just explaining right now to Faith that uh, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive the Columbia Lions were up against, uh, of course, the Cornell Big Red in baseball. I believe eight nothing in the second inning. Oh. Now I can't be one hundred percent sure because I was covering softball at that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I do check back and forth to give live update scores across the Ivy League on ESPN. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. One uh, thing Sean's not going to do <laughs> is he's well, never going to fail to mention. It's drilled in my mind now. It's it Espen? I thought it was Espen. <laughs> yeah. it's not Espen? No, it's not Colorado. Espen, Colorado. It's, it's like it's... it's <laughs> It's just drilled into my mind now. Every time I had to, like, you know, play by play, I always have to close it with this has been the Ivy League on ESPN or something like that. That must Every be time. really hard. Gosh, your job Maybe. is so difficult. No, it's just, just the that, closer. That just the closer. sounds so cool. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> thank you. See, thank you, David. Thank you, David. Yeah, I mean, it was us and maybe, like, uh, 
80 other people? Yeah. Other there people? was a lot of people. Well, that, I think there was that, a lot. That's generous. That's kind of me. That's generous. Wait, um, there was a turnout thing on so the thing. It was I like was, 211. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm a little surprised by that. Um, something that I, we have a little Big Red Banter group chat and something that I sent earlier this week <laughs> was that um, Hoy Field is being moved over to East Hill Plaza. Correct. And yes. in that proposal, they said that like on average, there's like a little over 100 spectators at each game. Um, so we knew when we went, because we've been before, that there's not going to be great turnout. Um, but one thing I'm kind of interested to see is how this new location impacts turnout. It's actually, I think it's a little far. Like, I'm yeah, not going to be dramatic. Like, I can't get there by bus on the weekend. So it's just not going to happen, I don't think, unless someone wants to drive me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I do think it's going to be tougher for students to make it over to games. Um you know, there were only a handful of students there, um, the two games that we got to go to this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, otherwise, like, there's a lot of history with Hoyfield, too, um, that I think we're going to be kind of sad to say goodbye to. Um, I'm sure the new field will be lovely and nice, um, but I don't know. Interesting that we were there for the end of an era. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it's a cent- it's basically 100 years old. I think 100 years and two weeks exactly now, oh. years old. Oh. And... I, according to rumors that I've heard, the new field will be constructed next to the softball field, which is basically next to the tennis courts over yeah. at East Hill. Yeah, uh, I can Wait. actually jump in and clarify. Okay, please, 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 please. <laughs> this, this is the value I bring to this show. Please, please, yeah, please, 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 and you were right on spot on with that. Did close out an era of Hoy Field. Um, we had a lot of alumni back last weekend who were celebrating that. A lot of baseball alumni who were in town. I got yeah. to go to an event with them on uh, one of the nights last weekend. I don't remember which one. So yeah, I it was Friday. Yeah, I think Ooh, that's I right. Remember. Yeah, it was awesome. So anyway, yeah, over there, totally agree with you. I mean, there was a lot of lot of sadness about the 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 move from Hoy Field. I will say the new facility. I think is hearing the the current student athletes the coach etc it's going to be a big improvement for them in okay. terms of their training and um the locker facilities and team rooms and all that kind of stuff so it'll it'll certainly be an enhanced experience for the student athletes who are baseball players so that's a that's a good thing yeah all right, well, yep. well now we got that rumor cleared up out <laughs> of the way. you got the scoop right? and the nerds with computers are getting a new building where the baseball that's right. yeah cis yes. that's why it's moving right yeah <laughs> The CIS expansion. Well, because, I mean, Gates doesn't seem like it has a lot of, like, classroom space. Because when I was in there, it's just offices. So I see why, I guess, you need more CS space. Like, it's the fastest-growing program at Cornell by a long margin. Okay. Or by, a, by a large margin, not a long margin. Fine. A large margin. That's fine. Yeah, so, <laughs> and, uh, you need to name the building after another billionaire? <gasps> Ann Bowers. Oh, she, right. Uh, yes. Yeah. It is her school, isn't it? Yep, the yeah. Yeah. College. Okay. Yep. Good for her. Women. Yeah. Yep. Yay. She made a very large <laughs> donation. Uh, to fund the new facility, yeah. I would like a large donation. Yep. You know who would love a lo- large donation? WBBR. <laughs> um, sales at WBBR.com, please. Yeah. Thank you. You can make a tax-deductible gift to the Cornell Media Guild Endowment if you, you are go. so moved. Um, please go, and thank you. the Giving Day website is up all year, and you can oh, find wow. about that online. Please. tax-deductible. It goes right to our endowment, so you don't have to worry about us burning through your cash. Um, you could also just like come drop like a hundred bucks under our door and be like, "Oh my goodness, where did this come from?" If you're like a little too shy, so I mean, that's an option too. Yeah. As funny, janitor. Um, I also will say that your money goes towards useful things like, like toilet, toilet paper, paper and paper towels. Thank you for the bathroom. <laughs> um, so it's. Good use, good use. <laughs> I know we we make it funny that the mic breaks, but this isn't all fun and games. Okay, <laughs> please give us money. Um, update on softball. Actually, mm-hmm. um, currently playing Dartmouth right now. We're up three one at the top of the fourth with zero outs, so that's exciting. Good stuff. We got Av. What? I can speak English. Okay. Avery Wagner at bat right now, mm-hmm. um, and Megan Hay from Dartmouth is pitching. Um, yeah, that's exciting. Yep. Sean, what's the rundown on uh, Cornell softball? I immediately right now? broke it again. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, I can certainly say that with every game that I have commentated on, they've gradually improved. I've said this even on air that their improvement 
wasn't something stagnant. It was a direct positive slope. Like with each game, they would improve. And even though, again, the score lines don't say that or don't suggest that, it's actually quite the contrary in that regard. Basically, Cornell softball has been on an upward trajectory ever since. And although obviously it's sad to see a lot of the seniors go away, such as Hannah Chris, Makari, you name it. I think Cornell does have a very promising future on their hands, especially with the likes of the pitcher Mia Bird. Again, she she is amongst the top 10 pitchers in Ivy League softball, and and she is just a raw talent, phenomenal. She's a first-year student? I believe she's actually a sophomore. Sophomore? sophomore. I believe so. Go sophomores. I think Please. baseball and softball are, are like two sports that like have a lot of underlying metrics that sort of – like those can improve without actual results improving. And so I think what you're kind of saying, like, I'm, you know, I don't know what level of statistics they keep for baseball and softball. Yeah, are there, like, sabermetrics for... But, like, I'm sure, like, if you looked at, like, those, like, underlying numbers, like FIP and, you know, all the stats... Says, What's FIP? Yeah, oh, FIP war. Is, uh, One of my favorite things. FIP is a, a measure of a pitcher's effectiveness without accounting for, um, like, hits. And um, it's just, it's only accounts for home runs, walks, and strikeouts. Interesting. Um, I believe we do have something like that here with you know with the Ivy League website. Typically, they have something that updates by itself. And also, when we do live games, uh, when we commentate, we have this sort of it's called sidearm live stats. And I know we I know we have our fabulous statistician Jeremy take care of that over there <laughs> for the most for the most part, as well as some friends such as Gabe. But you know they usually update with things like that. I'm not sure if it goes into that hyper specifics. But typically, again, sometimes it's just a matter of the eye test. And we do, yeah. again, have the stats by our side to give us, let's say, like live updates on their batting averages, for example, or ERAs, you name it. So, mm. yeah. And I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I'm sure the numbers reflect it if you looked into it. I was going to ask you if this is like the money ball. Yeah, kind of. I mean, like, I, I'm yeah. a big fan of that. Are so, you? Yeah. yeah like I, the data analysis. Yeah, I like those uh, more like advanced yeah. uh, baseball stats. That's how I grade you know players that i watch nice but, yeah nice. maybe uh, we need to get you uh, working for the programs and, i know job opportunities there's no way that this doesn't already exist but if the statistics departments have not already gotten a hold of those kind of stats to do those kind of projects they should get them soon great project <laughs> uh, yeah. great, great i would be happy to do it for them so would i <laughs> David Citron would also be happy to do that. <laughs> if you Good call idea. the listener line, 607-273-2121, we will give you all of our information. We're doing lots of resume <laughs> updating today, getting uh, ready for a great opportunity. Yeah. Um, so softball lost their 12-30 game, 0-2 to Dartmouth. But mm-hmm. they are playing right now, like I said, um, 3-1, top of the fourth with one out now. Um, and they will be playing again tomorrow to round off their season. And that is actually, like, I think the last Ivy League play, like, of everything. Like, I everything so. will be done by then. So that's kind of cool, wow. kind of exciting. Well, for Cornell, anyways. So, woo. Yeah. Um, we're going to go back to baseball because I forgot to give the update about baseball, I think. Did I do it already? No, I didn't. Did I? Anybody? Can I don't believe you. I don't believe okay, you good. You didn't touch them yet. Okay, so it's... 3-6 for Brown, top of the ninth with one out. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Ross is at bat. Ugh. Yikes. This was not about Ryan Ross. I'm so sorry. This is just about Cornell baseball that we're not good, but it's okay. I'd like to apologize for Ryan Ross. I, <laughs> I don't apologize. No. <laughs> Do not apologize on my behalf. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry, Ryan Ross. That had nothing to do with you. <laughs> Um, but we won yesterday, 3-0. Oh, not yesterday, this today. I'm so earlier. confused. Yes, earlier today, 3-0 three, three um, against Brown. We actually have equal records of 16 and 23, so that's interesting. Um, and we won against Binghamton on Tuesday, which was nice, because I think we were on like a three or like seven game losing streak, something like that. Um, but that Binghamton win really shot them up into doing good i guess well anyways uh yeah they'll be playing tomorrow at noon to round off their season against brown all of these games are at brown by the way so like no one go to hoyfield nothing's happening um that is all for cornell sports we're gonna talk about the nfl we will never let the season die the season lives on in our hearts um the draft ended last week and i just wanted to give some notable updates desmond ritter went round 
three pick 74 according to him it took too long whatever did he really say that he did that's on the phone crazy. with the with the falcons head coach he was like this call took too long i was like that's a little okay all right i feel like your ego's a little bit too big but anyways um he said oh wait sorry round three pick 74 to the atlanta falcons he said he's not leaving until he gets a super bowl ring my little editorial thing is he might have to stick around for a little bit <laughs> but it is true um shout out to my cousin fabian who also plays for the falcons i hope you're doing fine i hope you get a super bowl ring so i hope it's you just have a lot of random connections with like not a lot yeah i was gonna ask you before if you know anybody in formula one because i wish please know like everybody i wish we'll get those connections i'll find someone for you if you could that'd be amazing let me ask around thank you thank you i work there What's your NFL team? Is it the Falcons? Oh, the Patriots. <laughs> the Patriots. Yeah, okay. my family's from Boston. Oh, okay. So. What about you, Ryan? The Broncos. Okay. Oh, let's go! Really? The Broncos, let's go! Let's go! Excitement, so excitement. We're about to break so a microphone sorry. again. That's so refreshing Jeez, to hear. That was so That's scary. That's so refreshing to hear. I'm okay, so okay, reaction. okay. <laughs> should, should we compare Bronco stories or what? Ooh. Faith like, is like, oh no. As to how I got into the yeah, Broncos. I'm curious. Like, yeah, like, I'm from Brooklyn, so like. Just, oh, okay, like, I was going to ask where, where home I, was. I yeah. should have no right being a. So I should have no right being a Broncos fan, but I remember when I was six, I, bl- I think I was six at least, I remember I was watching a game between Chicago and Bronco- and the, the Broncos, Denver, of course, yeah. and I just said, you know what, I'll go with Denver just because, and that goes for every sport I watch. I always go for the first team I see. Chicago and Denver, no, they were, I, I believe Denver, oof, man, you're bringing me back to like, oof, when I was like in kindergarten, but I think they were wearing white that day. I think they were wearing white that day, so that's why. <laughs> I could be I could be terribly wrong, but again, I just remember those were the two teams, and thank goodness I didn't choose Chicago. Oh. Man, I I dodged a bullet right there. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, from there on, always been a Broncos fan. I mean, the Broncos haven't been doing well since their Super Bowl. They got a big year coming up though. Okay. Yeah, they do. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think they have a, according to you, a good like receiving line or something. Oh, I yeah, don't they know. Have a, they have a fantastic so, receiving lineup. Go ahead. So why are you a Broncos fan? Why? Yeah. My Broncos. Fa- I lived in Denver when I was a kid. I've lived. Oh. I've lived actually out there uh, two times okay. um, in Colorado. And so once was when I was a youngster, though a li- little older than kindergarten, but not much. So it was like maybe second grade or so, third grade. And um, and this was. I'm a little bit older than y'all, so this was back when John Elway was was kind of just come oh. just coming onto the scene, right? So he was drafted in like '83, yeah. yeah. and so I think um, in '83 I would have been. How old would I have been? Nine years old at that time. So um, everyone's doing the math real quick. <laughs> so so I just w- we, we had the chance to see a number of games and just kind of stuck. And we actually left Denver. I only lived there for a short period, and then we left. And as we moved around the country, I just always stuck with the Broncos. So And went through a lot of heartache before they finally won – yeah. Back-to-back Super Bowls in the late '90s. I was in uh, graduate school at the time that they did. So I was about to ask, yeah. it must have felt amazing, you know, seeing them beat the Packers yep. and then the Falcons. Uh, man, I wasn't alive for that time, but at least I was alive for Super Bowl Fifty, and you know that was I, I nice. Will, that was good <laughs> too. That was, nice. that was good too. I will tell you though that the first Super Bowl win, I I remember this distinctly. If you all will indulge me for a minute, I of it just. Um, I was in graduate school at the University of Kansas at the time, so I was living in Kansas, and um, I was watching the Super Bowl at home with just my mother. Everyone else was, no one else was around. Uh, my brothers had already finished school, and they were off living on their own, and my father was, I don't know where he was, maybe traveling for work or something, but my mom and I watched that game. I didn't want to talk to anybody, whatever, but man, when they, when the final, you know, kind of whistle on the end of the, grab my mom, big bear hug, we were both so excited because we'd been Broncos fans for so long, so yeah, it was quite a, quite a relief, so awesome. And I mean, you know, we stuck with them all the way. Painful seasons, yep. painful endings, two seasons. I mean, I think we're yep. amongst the top two most losingest. I'm going to make up that word for now, losingest teams. In really? The Super That's Bowl. a word. Oh, in the Super Bowl, yeah, right, the Super with Bowl. the number of losses. We're, yeah. we're three and eight and when it comes to the Super Bowl. And yeah. I was, a, again, I mean, I was alive for the one against the Seahawks, that one. Yeah. Ooh, and, now, and you know, yep. being from New York, I was there, like, in the whole Super Bowl party thing for the oh, weekend okay. or whatever. All right. And I was enjoying myself getting orange shirts, orange socks that I wore last time. Remember when Russell Wilson was, dra- yeah, <laughs> was traded, excuse me. Yeah. 
So yeah, we'll again. get back. We'll get back. I think See? they'll they'll pull it back around. Sure. So See? Hey, I, hey, I, hey, I'm, hey. I have faith. I have faith. No, and, and um. to faith. <laughs> See? Uh, I, well, I, I I like the Chargers because I love Justin Herbert, so I'm I'm hoping for the Broncos' downfall. I, guess. I see. You're. Um, and I won't ask you about the Patriots in a post Brady, uh, post Brady. You know how how that's going for you, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. This is my show. We gotta be able to throw it around, right? This is my show. Oh, okay. I decide I what we broke, talk about. I just broke code, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to challenge the host. Someone get a new cage. You guys <laughs> want to... <laughs> Maybe we should talk about another part of football now. Yes, <laughs> I promise we'll move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway, so... Um, Actually, I don't want to talk about this. Okay, Georgia Bulldogs had a historic draft with 15 players drafted in all of the rounds, the most of any school ever. Wait, yeah. how, many, how many Cornell football players got drafted? I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be correct. <laughs> Did Kenny, what's his name? Oh, Kenny, the, the one that's on our team. Uh, what's his name? Pickett? Ryan. Oh, oh. No, I swear, there's some guy who's, who, who who's the quarterback about? whose name is like Kenny. Any declared for the draft? No, I, he he was a senior. I could have sworn Garrett he. Cornell? Yes. Oh. He was in my Spanish class. Oh. <laughs> I forgot his name. It's Kenny. No, it's Richie. Richie. It's Richie, Richie Kenny. Kenny. Ah, Richie Kenny. I got it got eventually. It. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know no, if he I entered the draft. So. He's a senior. Yeah. Oh, maybe he didn't enter the draft. Sorry. Mm, okay. Anyways, I thought he. Fifth year. Oh. According to his class, he's a fifth year, but he is a senior when it comes to. Like NCAA registration. Oh, I don't. I, I mean, don't there's know. There's a lot of uh, eligibility issues with COVID, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah we how saw it for the first time across all sports. Yep. Yeah. How did that impact, like, in terms of how Cornell manages its teams? How were resources kind of allocated to teams that might have been bigger than they have been in the past? And how was that sort of handled with the athletics program? Because of COVID, you mean? Yeah, like, with yeah. the impact of COVID? Well, first of all, COVID was devastating. I mean, in so many ways, but certainly for our student athletes. We lost four seasons, right? Spring, fall, winter, spring again. Um, so uh, there's still there's a lot of uh, Ivy League, NCAA regulations about how many people you can carry and all that kind of stuff. And so that really governed, you know, how how that played out. The resources, um, obviously, during COVID, nothing was happening. I mean, we weren't practicing, we weren't competing, anything like that. So um, we were just focusing on making sure that we could keep all of our staff, frankly, keep everybody employed in a time when they didn't have that to do. So a lot of the athletics and coaching staff actually picked up other responsibilities at the university during COVID. Um, they were awesome to help out like that because wow. they couldn't do what they are normally paid to do and what mm. they do really well for Cornell. All right. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you guys actually kept them employed. I feel like um, other places, I mean, would have just been like, well, sorry, you're laid off. Yep. You know, so appreciate you guys doing that for Cornell. From an or ILR for those, standpoint. Cornell doing that for Woo. those people. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say, I mean, I, it, you know, COVID, um, this is not a COVID talk show. This is, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, this is a sports <laughs> talk show. It was difficult in so many ways, but... Um, and Cornell certainly, I think we did really well in some spaces. We obviously had missteps too, but um, one thing that was a commitment from very early on was keeping everybody employed, and um, and we really stayed committed to that and made made through uh, with that. So people were able to keep supporting their families, all that stuff. So really, really proud of that. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Not not always the headline, right? You know, yeah. because we think about you yeah. know all the other tough parts, but. The fact that our staff could uh, have that continuity was really important. Yeah. Lost a lot of nights sleep worried about that. So. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yep. Yeah, well, back to the NFL. Back to the <laughs> NFL. So the New Orleans Saints Ooh. signed Ty- Tyrant. Am I going to say this right? Tyrant Matthew. Yeah. Grace, how you feeling? I'm sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's all, okay, he used to be a chief. Oh. I'm yeah. from Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> oh, are you? So, yeah, I am. Don't get her started. Only person I, on this planet who doesn't know that Grace is from Missouri. <laughs> right that, here. Me, right? Ryan Lombardi. Well, I lived, I lived in Kansas twice, too. Yeah, so, it's yeah. Like, yeah. so they make fun of me because I always say that I'm from Missouri, but it is important that you all know that I'm from Missouri. Yeah. Um, so so were you a Chiefs fan ever? I know no. the Broncos. Oh. Um, no, because oh, of no. the Broncos. Oh. Thing, right? that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went, it was an immediate I, no. I, you couldn't even, like, because of proximity, like, I went to 
games in Arrowhead when the Broncos yeah. were playing oh, in Broncos right. gear. Right. Yeah. Okay. So are you from that area of Missouri? Um, so I'm from Southwest Missouri, uh-huh. um, like Springfield. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, my parents lived at Lake of the Ozarks for oh a while gosh. too. So I've Amazing. been I've been there many summers with yes. my kids when they were young. Yeah. Yes. Grace yep. is so excited to have I, someone to talk about Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. With. I, people start talking to me about Missouri, and I just like light up. You've got a St. Louis Cardinals jersey. I do. I do. I am wearing a Cardinals shirt today. Um, as I do all many days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> she loves her Cardinals. Um, oh, wait, how are you feeling? Just sad? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that there were some strained relations with fans with Matthew. I think he was eh? posting some stuff on Instagram um, earlier in the season uh, where he was really frustrated that uh, fans that. were not responding mm-hmm. well to the team. Oh, who, yeah, like, he was mad. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how much love is lost. I think we're going to miss his contributions on the field. Um, but how diplomatic. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I do. I feel yeah. like you guys have lost a lot of like good people. Well, yeah, by a lot, I mean two. Amazing quarterback. Like, yeah. Um, that's just, yeah. 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 I mean, you'll be amazing. fine. Yeah. You still got to have a team around Mahomes, but um, who's the know, who's the person you <laughs> you guys just got um uh from the Steelers? Oh, Juju. Yeah. 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 Juju. Yeah. You'll be fine. I'm Whatever. excited. The Chiefs that, will be fun. Be fun. <laughs> Plus Patrick Mahomes' brother. Yeah. yeah. Yo, come on now. We talked about this. The what? No, yeah. Juju said he wouldn't post any more TikToks. Yes. Um, With Patrick Mahomes' brother is famous for posting just the worst TikToks. The worst TikToks. Like, yeah. the worst. About Patrick or just in general? In general. Oh, okay. Like, general. usually riding off of Patrick's yeah. like, fame. Fame, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. for some reason, like, he decided to do one on the Sean uh, Taylor logo. Like, he yeah. just started dancing on it. Ma- like, yeah. So disrespectful. Reason, like, yeah. <laughs> and then he had to apologize. Like, yeah. I didn't know he was dead. I was and, like, that's not. And and like, Juju that's does a literally lot not better. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah, but, that's uh, not better. Juju said he wouldn't do that this year. So yeah, he said he wouldn't. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended for six games for fi- for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drugs policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you know what drug it was, Sean? Uh, that's what I'm trying to see right now. I thought it was like three different drugs. That's also three? what I thought. That's, what that's I also what I thought. <laughs> I think we can just leave it at performance enhancing drugs. I don't know that we have to give out the well, specific three. cocktail. Um, <laughs> he said he didn't know though at first, but he kind of just accepted it on Twitter, which is weird. I thought yeah. he said he was going to, no. Yeah, he did accept it. Like he just yeah. semi accepted it. That's so. weird. That's suspicious. Sean yes. just started yeah. looking at an email for, or not an email, but an article from yeah. the Daily Snark. <laughs> So, <laughs> we're gonna get uh, real good. We'll, we'll do this later. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna wrap it up for the NFL. Um, we're gonna talk about the USFL for three seconds, just to f- yeah. to f- football, three. Football, football three. two, football two, football two. USFL is football two. XFL is football three. Um, the USFL, which we discussed a little bit, actually at length last week. Go ahead and listen to last week's and other episodes on all streaming platforms that you get podcasts big red banter look it up and listen thank if you you are a real birmingham alabama stallions fan mm-hmm. listen to last week's episode yeah we discussed your team in great depth i just like to mention i was having a conversation this week mm-hmm. and it was for some reason about the usfl oh and i was able to contribute that i knew what the team name was uh, from birmingham because of our show last week so so good mm. this is a learning experience everybody yeah. i went to high school with the <laughs> no i went to high school with the last goalie of birmingham's team ford parker he now well goalie <laughs> The, well, the, hey, the keeper. Hey, bro, hey, hey Jackie. <laughs> My bad. American My man, football. listen. I'm a woman. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Whisper that to me like 10 minutes ago. And I was like, yeah. Why did you say anything? <laughs> what were you talking about? She set you up. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would like say it. But Dude. Right. Anyways, I'm a woman. I'm blaming it on that. <laughs> it's okay. But the point I wanted to make was... They they play all of their games in Legion Field or what's the other field? Shoot, I just a uh, protective stadium in Birmingham, Alabama. All all of their games. There are basically no away games because they're in two stadiums in Birmingham, Alabama. So it doesn't matter if you're the New Jersey Generals. You live in Birmingham, Alabama. That was Houston Bandits. <laughs> yes, you live in Birmingham, Alabama. Wow. Um, that was it. I just really wanted to make sure our, our listeners knew because we I promised I would give them an update. 
Um, next, we're going to talk about... Um, actually, we're going to take a break. Got to do our ad. We'll keep on listening to 93.5 WBBR um, and keep listening to Big Red Banter. We'll be right back. Hey, Phil Shapiro here, host since 1967 of WVBR's Bound for Glory, folk music on your radio and your computer this Sunday night. Well, these days we're not running live folk concert broadcasts on Bound for Glory, but we're on the air this and every Sunday night from 8 to 11 with recordings of the Bound for Glory performers from the last several years and lots of other stuff. Join us, won't you? Look us up online at boundforglory.org and find out whose shows are coming up next. Be in the middle of the street. Oh, Jackie. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about our favorite. And that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to have our favorite point of the week. The Jose Canseco tweet of the week. Where our lovely Grace Fairchild reads a tweet from Jose Canseco. Um, the Royd head. Is that what you call him? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, Grace. Go ahead. Yeah, so I will explain the segment for the benefit of Mr. Lombardi being (laughs) with us right now. Um, So, Jose Canseco, I'm sure you are familiar, used to play baseball, did a lot of steroids, and now he um, serves the rest of us by posting just insane things on Twitter. Um, So, they're always comical, they never make sense, and we feature one of his tweets on each show. Um, So, the... Um, the other part of this is that over spring break, Clara and I visited his car wash because he has a Jose Canseco car wash in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we visited and uh, it was glorious. And um, it was really just everything you could you could really want. There are just nice all these, car wash. Yeah. Um, there are all these cutouts of his face <laughs> all over the place with like weird quotes. There's a slot machine in the car wash. There's the a car- slot machine slot in the car wash. everywhere yes. in Vegas, right? <laughs> um, the lady thought that we were insane, um, and uh, the lady who was working there thought we were crazy. Um, yeah, so lots of fun we yeah. have with Jose Canseco. So this week's t- tweet comes from actually uh, this year, but uh, back in January, and it reads, Once I rehab my knee and my shoulder, I think Alex Rodriguez should get into the ring with me. Oh. <laughs> Nice. That's like a step up from last week, right? What was that? Yeah, I mean, last week was also about Alex Rodriguez. A lot of his tweets are about Alex Rodriguez. What's the beef with A-Rod? We don't know. I, like, I literally could not tell you. Like, he's just so... I think it's a little roid head on roid head violence. Yeah. I think he's a little bit jealous that A-Rod did what he did, but did it better. Yeah. It's it's everything. He talks about J-Lo. He talks about A-Rod. Yeah. All the girls he dated that A-Rod is now dating. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Long-standing rivalry. Um, But there is a lot of MLB stuff for us to talk about. Absolutely. I don't think we covered I'd love to get into it. Mm -mm. Um, First thing I'd like to say is that the Yankees are so good. And everyone else (laughs) can go home and stop the season right now. Um, they are 18 and 7. Uh, yesterday was rained out, and today was rained out. Um, and they've won 13 of their last 15 games, with their losses coming to their main loss, breaking an 11 game winning streak, was to Toronto. So if it's going to be to a team like Toronto, I'm fine with that. They still yeah. won the series, though, 2-1. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't even, didn't even drop the series, which was pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, so no Yankees action this weekend, unfortunately. Um, but another team that's actually having themselves a pretty good day, skipping down a little bit, is Cincinnati. Oh that no. was indeed three and twenty-two. Yeah, but is now four and twenty-two. All oh, right. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're fifteen. Well, probably now fourteen behind Milwaukee, which is in first place. Yeah. Um. But yeah, at least I'm not a Cincinnati fan. <laughs> It's really kind of awful what their ownership did. Yeah. Like they had a contending team and they just shipped it all off. They really they didn't did. Want to pay for it? Like, and and they've continued to not maintain uh, good relations with their fan base either, which really um, they should be beholden to because they do not deserve the support that that fan base has continued to give them. Um, so it's uh, it's rough, rough times in Cincy. Yeah, I mean, did you hear the the quote that the owner said? I right. think it was like. Uh, Somebody, you know, he, they were talking about how fan attendance might go down. He's like, oh, well, who else are they going to watch? You right. Know, like, who right. else are they going to see? Um, and then I think there was, like a pl- there was, like, a really silly plan to, like, do something really bad at the game. But I won't get into it, but that was... Like, <laughs> they were... Bags over their heads? No, no it was, it was okay. a little worse than that, but... Um. <laughs> In radio clean terms is that there was a 
extremely viral Reddit post. Um, someone <laughs> saying that they were going to defecate in a Toyota Tundra that's like parked on the Reds field. Yeah. Um, and mm. everyone was like, is this real? Is this real? And the, they're supposed to do it on May 6th and the game got rained out. So it yeah. didn't wind up happening. The rain was an act of God. I, <laughs> I believe they also invited anybody else who wanted yeah. to It was a question, a proposal yeah. perhaps. Talk about a struggle a bus. proposal. Um, yeah, so... As a uh, St. Louis Cardinals fan, I'm happy to be in the NL Central um, <laughs> because there's not a lot of competition there. I mean, so Milwaukee is still good. I think they have one game on the Cardinals right now. Cardinals are 16 and 10. Um, they won against uh, San Francisco last night um, with a go-ahead run in the ninth inning, which was fun, too. So that's your little St. Louis Cardinals update. I will plug, so as Grace mentioned, we love Jose Canseco. He did have a meetup uh, on Friday at his car wash, and I tried to find evidence of literally anyone going. There is nothing on Twitter. There's nothing online. So I wanted to live vicariously through all these people, but it doesn't exist. Hmm. Other unrelated baseball passion news is you might remember Skyler legitimately screaming for the past several weeks on baseball. Um, He is not here. But he did jinx himself because now the Mets have slipped a little bit. A little. So, a little. They're, they're still good. They're they still they good, had a seven-run um, comeback in the yeah. ninth inning earlier this week that was actually that like, was, very impressive. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we should all be grateful that he's not here to scream about that game because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'd be hearing about it. Oh, um, yeah, cool. I guess last bit of New York baseball news is that Friday, June 3rd, is Aaron Judge bobblehead night. At Yankee Stadium, so Ooh. I will be Wait, there. Wait, did you guys head. did you guys see that nice story about? Um, yeah. I cried at watching the video. Okay, you I guys should explain the story. No, I'll explain. Okay. Okay. So, so Aaron Judge hit a home run in Toronto, um, and a Toronto fan caught it, and they they gave it to a little boy who was a Yankees fan. And the little boy started crying. And Immediately. Oh, I may have fan. seen that. Yeah. And then I started after crying. the game, I believe both the Toronto fan and the young Yankees fan got to meet Aaron Judge. And I think the, the, the Blue Jays gave the, the Toronto fan a jersey. And yeah. the, it, it was awesome. It was, I, I, cried. I cried. I cried. Yep. Really, like, like, a, like a baby. Baseball's I cried. the best. Yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show with the NBA. Yes. We're going to give quick quick updates um the bucks oh i need a score update i'll come back to this i'll yeah can you guys know boston is Uh. boston is leading milwaukee 50 to 46 and it's halftime so (laughs) let's go Uh, oh yeah i forgot what's what's your score of the series uh, uh, tied one 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 one. All I'm my two, all my Celtics fans friends are convinced that this is their year, like legitimately. Oh, I don't know about they beat all the Nets, that. But they just, yeah, they think because I'll be real with you. I then, dude, speak. Oh, you, you want to say something? Okay, I thought you wanted to say <laughs> something. Right. I was about to yeah. say, as you know, being from Brooklyn again, I supported them back when they were in Jersey. All right, we were probably the most overrated team in the NBA. I'm gonna. I have to just bite the bitter pill there. Uh, we were arguably one of the most overrated. We just had no. Well, I mean, when Kevin Durant plays like that, though, there's nothing that you can do. Did you see Kevin Durant got booed when he went to Greece? I did. <laughs> or he, yeah, he was like, yeah, he was. He was just trying to support a, an ex-teammate and immediately got booed. But whatever. So I don't know. I don't care but about. Yeah. It. New York fans are rough. Yeah, it's, they can't be mean. It's a rough time, but at least it's a good culture. Yeah. I, I have to admit, I do envy that from the Knicks. I feel like the Knicks yeah. have such a fun culture to be around. Man, got to go to MSG, man. Yeah. It's a great time. I do envy that. Ryan, do you have an NBA team? I don't. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> not a big. Not a basketball person? No. Nah. I mean, I, I love college hoops. Oh. Yeah, it's, so it's so much fun. It's it was so, so heartbreaking watching so Cornell better. this yeah, year. Yeah, they were yeah. great. I mean, I loved our team this year. and They were so fun to watch this year. I, yep, for sure. And I've also worked at a couple of other schools that have oh. are historically good in Didn't college hoops. Didn't you work hoops. at Duke? I worked at Duke. Okay. Oh. I worked at Kansas. Big I went guy. to Kansas, I should oh. say, and, and worked there. So, wow. Yeah, right, yeah. Are you a Kansas fan? Is that like your or a Duke fan? I have fan. a degree from Kansas, so oh. it's, it's one of my alma maters. So oh, I am a okay. My mom is going to be really excited yeah. to hear that. We'll yeah. talk after. <laughs> 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 Not Grace trying to slip around as much. No, I really don't mm. either. So, mm. yeah. Could I interest you in the St. Louis Cardinals? <laughs> <laughs> You're shopping them around. I will say, you all were talking about the Mets. You know, uh, the Wilpon family who sold the Mets recently, mm. they're really great people, and they actually support Cornell quite a bit. They, oh. they started a program here at Cornell for fir- to support first-generation students. Isn't um, that so nice? They're, 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 they're Go Mets. Yep. Up on the Mets. I was just on a Zoom with 
with uh, Fred Wilpon a couple of weeks ago. So okay. thank you again and just giving an update. So they're really good people. Really are good. they Cornellians or are they just? Uh, they have a connection to the vet school. No, Fred actually went to Michigan for undergrad, played mm. baseball for Michigan, but okay. um, and started this program, which is now going kind of nationwide for oh, to support first gen students. Started at Michigan, but we were school number two to get on board with this thing. So yep. go us. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, let me wrap up the NBA really quickly. Uh, the Warriors and the Grizzlies series is tied going into Game 3 today. There's been a lot of drama with Draymond Green. He's just wilding. He got fined for twenty. 20- for $25,000, which he said he did not he did not care because he does make $25 million a year. So um, I, I don't like him. I, he, he looks weird. I don't He's know. Too <laughs> <outspoken>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. He just gives me, like, off oh, vibes. Yeah. It's so disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, double flipped off some fans, yeah. like two-fingered, both I of them. Just, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a bit not, too much. Not my favorite. Yeah. Um, there's just been a lot of foul drama when it comes to the Warriors versus the Grizzlies. So it well, should be interesting to see the way that plays out. Um, the 76ers are uh, versus the Heat. They're the, the series is led by the Heat 2-1 mm-hmm. after Game 3 yesterday. The 76ers won 99-79, so they're trying to make a comeback. Um, the Mavericks... Oh, Embiid is going to probably come back, right? Joel Embiid yeah, is coming he, back? Yeah. Well, he I thought he fractured his he eyeball. Oh, he was night. back last game? I yeah. believe so, yeah. Last night he had a mask on. That's pretty big for the series. He kind of looked like the Phantom of the Opera. Like, as a support of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, if you're hearing this, shout out to you. <laughs> um, and the Mavs are in their series against the Suns, which is led by the Suns 2-1 after Game 3 yesterday. Um, and the Mavs also won 103-94, to so they're also trying to make a comeback. Um, and that's been it for our biggest episode of Banter Yet with Vice President Ryan T. Lombardi. Ha- T. T. What's the T? Timothy. Oh! Yeah, yeah Timothy. Oh, I said oh, Timothy. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I said Timothy. Tim- yes. Okay. You guessed Timothy. Yes, I did. All right, Faith. All well, right. I mean, if it's not Thomas, it's probably Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> Could, Could be Trevor. Trevor. There's Could lots of there lots of options. Right? <laughs> <laughs> whose middle name is Thaddeus? Thanks for having me on. Of really course, you're welcome it. to come yeah. back anytime you like. Just right. not over the summer because we're not here. Is this the are you done now? Like, is this the last no, episode? No, we have another episode. Well, actually, we have two more episodes. This Next week is my last episode, and then they're going to have a little seniors episode oh, on the 21st nice. when I'm not here. Nice. Seniors only. Yeah. Um, but this has been Big Red Banter on WVBR 93.5. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Faith Show, WVBR Sports and Program Director. Um, and we will catch you next week with our guest, Alana Berry, track runner. Should be fun. Stay tuned and keep on listening to 93.5.